0: Discussing Network presents Discussing Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Kyle Jones, and I want to welcome back Clarence Brown. Mr. Brown, how are you? I am doing well, good sir. I'm doing fine. Happy to be back on. Always happy to be back on. And you know what? I'm very, very happy because over the last weekend, as of this recording, some news came out, and it looks like we have a... Sort of official, maybe sort of kind of official, and I hope it's real official rendering of what the new TARDIS interior is going to look like for, I know, 2024, maybe during the 60th anniversary, but yeah, we're getting a new TARDIS interior, which, you know, we all knew was coming, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want to backtrack a little bit and... I want to ask you a question if we have someone listening to this episode who has never listened to us before and wants to subscribe what would you tell them
1: uh first off i'll tell them thank them for being here and listening in you didn't have to be here in the words of lee shackelford so we thank you for joining in and listening but my call to action for you guys would be that you can support the show by subscribing leaving a review and telling a friend If you have a review idea for us, please send that in along with anything else you want us to know to discussingwho at gmail.com or at discussingwho on any and all social medias and in each and every podcaster
0: out there. So just search for Discussing Who and you should find us. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I wanted to get, before we get into the concept of the look of the TARDIS interior and what we think of it and whatnot, I'm really enjoying all of this marketing and this hint dropping and news and whatever that's coming from RTD and all of the people around him. And I want you to answer this question honestly. Do you feel like we're getting a stream of hints and news items more so than what we did? And this is not a chibnall jab, but do you feel like we're starting to get more hints of, you know, excitement? Do you feel that? Yeah, it does feel like they're starting to ramp up the media
1: engine to promote this new show, and especially when it comes to the 60th itself. Uh, and if you follow the Instagram or the uh, Twitter accounts, uh, the, see, I feel like they've been posting a lot of things, a, a lot of, especially excitement for the 60th itself. I don't know how, if we've gotten full on into the uh, shooty Gatwa uh, type of media coming from them, but I've definitely seen a lot of the 60th
0: information being posted so let me ask you a question and this is mere speculation but it popped into my head thinking of the 60th we know that we have three specials for the 60th and a follow-up christmas we've returned to the christmas special this year do you anticipate seeing Shuti's 15th doctor in the 60th proper or do you think we won't see him until the 60th anniversary? Hmm. Hopefully he would get some. I mean, I mean, excuse me. Uh, I said 60th anniversary, but I actually mean Christmas special. Excuse me. So you don't think we'll see him in the 60th? I I don't know. I'm that's my question. That's question. You think? I, yeah.
1: I, and that's separate from the Christmas special, right? That's right. Too so I, I I think we will see him, if not for maybe five of ten or even ten minutes of screen time. Do we know how much the runtime
0: or what the runtime of the sixties will will be? Is it like I that? don't? I think it is three consecutive specials. Now I don't know if mm. this is true, but I believe. Okay, so this is what I think is going to happen. Mm. I think we're going to have two specials, maybe one in late October, another one in the first uh, of November. Or maybe there'll be weeks, you know, week one in November, week two in November, and then on the 23rd of November, which coincidentally for everyone in the United States, will be Thanksgiving Day this year. So we will get the 60th anniversary unless something happens on on Thanksgiving Day in America. But how long they are, I'm going to speculate, and again, just speculating 90 minutes, I would say, at least for all three of them.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I realize it would be three separate specials leading up to the Christmas special uh, as part of the 60th.
0: So that
1: kind of changes my answer. I think we, we, we may not see them until maybe the Christmas special <laughs> in that case. Uh, but really, that's just a, a huge
0: guess on my part. What are your thoughts? I am kind of like you. I, I really don't know. But what I would love to see is I would love to see fourteen and fifteen not on, and I, I mean breaking the fourth wall or breaking, you know, crossing your own time stream here. But I wouldn't mind seeing the two of them working together right up until the uh, regeneration itself. Uh, but I would like to see him regenerate at the end of the sixtieth. And then the Christmas special be the introduction of Ruby Sunday. Mm. Then when we get to the new series, we've introduced the new doctor. We've introduced the new companion. We're ready to hit the floor running. Yeah, it seems like David Tennant will be around for a
1: while. And the only reason I really say that is when you talk about this media engine they have going uh, in it seems that they've really thought about calling him the Fourteenth Doctor. You know, that's just not a thing they just threw out there, even though logically he is. But it seems like they wouldn't say that unless there was some meat there other than just one special. You know,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: maybe we we'll, we will see him just a little bit longer than we think. But I'm I'm all for that, and I agree that if we get Ruby
0: Tuesday before oh I'm sorry Ruby Sunday before. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Every time I've said her name, I have to force myself to say Sunday and not Tuesday.
1: Why would they do that to us? Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, it would be nice if we got her introduced in the Christmas special. And uh, I think, I hope they do a great job with, with the 15th doctor in the Christmas special. Cause I'm really looking forward to that
0: returning other than you know, having this new year thing that we've been doing. Indeed. Indeed. Well, regardless of what one thing is for sure, wherever, The Doctor and Ruby wind up wherever they go to. They're going to be going to wherever that may be within the TARDIS itself. That said, new Doctor, new desktop theme, new TARDIS console. And we've seen over the weekend, and I'll put this picture in the show notes, a rendering of what is likely, quite possibly, it's a mock-up 3D model, Of the, I guess, maybe TARDIS, my question to you, Clarence Brown, is do you like it? So a couple of questions. We have these four uh, 3D
1: renders that someone made. Uh, They may be official. We don't know. But then we have the picture with Shooty and we have the TARDIS in the background. That picture is official or is it? I think so. Yes. Okay. And I can see how somebody can extrapolate based on that picture what the rest of it may look like if and the question is, do I like it or what do I think of it? I think they made some really smart choices of the lighting. And the reason I said the lighting is, and I'm going to speak specifically to the race and a black person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, you, the lighting oftentimes in television for black people, when it's not a black production, is a lot of times off. And I love that we kind of went back to the basics here and made this like a very bright atmosphere and it's gonna make um it, it, it will make the lighting uh job for for with shooty or any person of color a lot easier because it seems like they have the ability to kind of turn it down and turn it up when need be whereas the last few other tardises or tardi were very very dark in color so i can see like the that's my reasoning for why it's so bright and they have the round things which you are all about but i like how the round things have light in them this time yes which yes. is pretty interesting. Now, just looking at it, one of the things it kind of reminds me a bit, not in uh, materials used, but kind of in the layout in some of these render- renders, the layout reminds me a bit of uh, Matt Smith's first TARDIS, just a little bit. Uh, but I i don't really love the piping in the railing. Uh, but otherwise, I think it's pretty good. It just seems a bit almost too sterile. I mean, I wish there was some other things in the background, books or something to kind
0: of, you know,
1: give me something closer to Capaldi's
0: TARDIS, you know? Mm. Okay. So I agree. And I love you brought that angle of the, the lighting. And you're right because a lot of times you don't know how to light or don't light appropriately, et cetera, and so forth. I think this is where attention to detail is so important and i'm just picturing while you were talking i'm picturing Shuti, especially in the costume or the wardrobe that the 15th doctor will have and i'm seeing him in the 13th doctor's tardis he would get lost in translation you know it was it was hard for us to see yeah <laughs> the characters that were there it was it was lit very dark very you dark know, this I think is exactly what you said. It it complements him. is classic enough. If this is the way they go, it's classic enough to appease and appeal to the old school fans. It has the round things on the wall. But what I really freaking love about the lights and the round things are, and I'm gonna make a prediction here: when the clorister bell goes off, I think the lights will change color. Mm -hmm. We may even get red lights or some kind of, you Uh, know... Are we going
1: on Star Trek red alert? (laughs) Maybe. Who knows?
0: (laughs) It is a ship, huh? It is a ship. (laughs) Who knows? I just like the openness of it, and I think it creates this really, really great way to feel bigger on the inside. Because, you know, I know a lot of people did not like the ninth and 10th doctor's TARDIS with the coral reef looking things very organic very organic but scope of it it was bigger literally on the inside than any of those other classic TARDIS's looked maybe with the exception of the eighth doctor in the movie
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah I mean
1: ultimately I think it I agree with you that it does have a very classic feel while looking totally different in my opinion. But you still, just from the the sterile nature of it, you feel echoes of what we had in the past. So I think a lot of people will appreciate that going forward. And well, I want to ask you this also, Uh, comparatively to the uh, Fugitive Doctors TARDIS, which was white, it had classic feels as well. Did you like that one more in comparison to the renders we have here for this possible TARDIS for, for Shooty's Doctor? I don't,
0: actually. Now, don't get me wrong. I did like that version. I did like how it looked. But if you go back and you look at it compared to this rendering, it really looked dark, mm. if you think about it. Yep, yep. I you agree. know, they did a good job in the episode, uh, let's see here. Uh, hell, bent or heaven? Hell bent. That mm-hmm. was this finale of series nine, and there is a time that the Doctor, the Twelfth Doctor, and Clara are in another TARDIS that looks almost identical to the First Doctor's TARDIS. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was much, much, much brighter than the, the Fugitive Doctor's uh, TARDIS. That all being said. Uh, I like this. I like the scope of it. I like the ceiling that looks big.
1: Yeah, it, it looks like it has a lot of walkability as well. I can see a lot of the doctor just explaining things to Ruby and them walking around. We're getting a lot of fun and interesting cam- camera movements to make it even more exciting. So, yeah, I love where they're going with this.
0: And, you know, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Well, here I got to throw this one in, and I and you know this is going to be a short episode, but yeah. I want to throw this thing at you before. Well, before I throw my final question to you, is you know we've had busy consoles literally since it's returned. It's gotten busier. And it's it's not really <laughs> gone streamlined. This looks almost like something out of the '80s with a. Modern aesthetic. What do you think of the console itself? I definitely get those 80s, maybe late
1: 70s space TV show type vibe going on here. I don't know if I like that actually. I do like the column, the single column, which looks like we may also still have something pulsating in the middle of there. I'm fine with that because, you know, that's kind of standard. But just the buttons and panels and stuff, it is very retro um uh so yeah it looks like it could be interesting most of the time i'm not for that i almost want to see them go more futuristic with the console um and it doesn't have to all be touchscreens but you know maybe something a little more futuristic that could be interesting but it seems like they're going back to something we've done before with just a little like you said, maybe early eighties, late seventies spin.
0: You know, if I'm looking at this, I'm seeing, and this is going to sound weird, I'm seeing a combination of a classic TARDIS interior added with Matt Smith's first uh I mean excuse me, second console, plus the scope a little bit of the ninth and tenth doctors, and add all of those elements together, mix them up real good. And this is what you... So, here's my final question for you. Why do you think... Well, it's a final question in two parts. Does the console need to change with the Doctor, in your opinion?
1: Uh, Well, I think that can go back to, does the TARDIS need to change with the Doctor? And to both of those, I would say yes. Because, I mean, okay, let's go back. If it was established that it didn't, which I guess in Classic, it did not... Um, I think it would be fine, but the president precedent in New Who has mostly been that it's going to change when you get another Doctor or be altered slightly differently. So yeah, I'm fine with that. I think it's a reflection of just like the, the costume or the outfit is a reflection of what the Doctor is going to be. I think the TARDIS, this des- desktop theme, as you say, <laughs> is also a reflection of the Doctor. So yeah,
0: I think it does. What is, what is your opinion on the hmm. matter? You know, I, mm, so I'm sitting here thinking back in the original run of the classic, and you're right, for the most part, it changed with that, uh, with the exception of the fourth doctor for one season using the auxiliary, (laughs) um, you know, console room where the other one was still there. The look may have tweaked. A little bit from years to years, just as they either probably, you know, came apart at the seams and had to be rebuilt or whatever, but they weren't part of the story. I think it does reflect who that doctor is and who that doctor, you know, it helps. And maybe that's the TARDIS's way of helping that doctor go where he or she needs to go because it helps to define his or her personality.
1: Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Totally. I mean, and and I guess it would be kind of interesting is if we knew for sure, like some of the buttons are the same or particular panel is the same, or you're always going to have a screen here, but it's been so different in New Who that I don't know if any, anything on a console is is consistent other than a lever or two.
0: (laughs) Yep. And well, something you mentioned, the, the thing in the middle that goes, you know, the up and down. Yeah. It may nothing be more than lights. It may be round lights or whatever, but there's that grinding, you know, up and down movement. So, cool. So here's my final question. Why do you think that the console and the changing of the console has spoken to fandom? You know, that fandom gets excited. Fandom really hates. Fandom really likes, whatever. Why do you think The way the interior looks, it has become such a rallying cry or whatever to fandom. Curious.
1: Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I will admit in New Who, it hasn't bothered me as much because we're so rarely in the TARDIS for extended periods of time. Now, I know that, you know, from a lot of the classic that we've gone back and watched, and I would love to see a, a, a chart or a graph or something if somebody knows. Because it, it did seem like they spent more time in a TARDIS than Classic Who versus New Who. So me, for, for being a New Who person, I've enjoyed the differences and the nuances. But it's never really been a huge thing. Because from my opinion, we weren't in a TARDIS that much. You know, I remember specifically with you when we got to Jody's TARDIS. You really didn't like it. And I think my opinion was like, well, we're never in it, Harley, you know? So uh,
0: I don't know. Maybe you could have a better perspective on that than I. Mm. You know, I, I'm going back and I'm hearing us talk about that. And you're right. I think you said something very, very similar to that. And I, I don't know. I, I think if we had a TARDIS interior that was generic enough to be generic, but personable enough to be personable, I don't think for me personally, as long as I as a fan <laughs> like it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to change with every doctor. I kind of almost would like to have that continuity of the inside and change the outside a little bit. But mm. you've still got that continuity of the inside as opposed to it having to change every single doctor, case in point the TARDIS interior did not change between nine and 10 budgetary reasons. Probably the reason, you know, and Matt had two, then Capaldi had one. So, yeah, but it is, I mean, if
1: you really look at it, it is a, probably not cheap, but it is a way to spruce up the show. True. It's a way to give it some fresh new life other than, you know, changing a doctor, but it's a way to give it some fresh new life, some new legs so in that aspect I think it makes a lot of sense to iterate on on that. So yeah, I think it's a good idea. Now, d- did you read this tweet and I can't remember who it's from, so excuse me here, but I thought something came out that said that um the they were very supposed to be very ambitious with this version of the Tardis interior. And when they wrote it down on paper, I guess, mock-ups, whatever, they were told it couldn't be done or they didn't think it could be done. So hearing that and then seeing these renders, I was kind of (laughs) surprised it was what it is. Did you hear any of those rumblings?
0: Yes. uh, So this actually is from... Who TV.co.uk. and it says as the heading this is for February the 3rd 2023 new impossible logic defying TARDIS interior tease and it says Dr. Who executive producer Joel Collins teases the new TARDIS interior in the latest Dr. Who magazine but it may have already uh, leaked last year, Collins revealed we talked through various concepts with Russell, and there was one rough idea that was just too ambitious and too impossible, but which everybody loved. Once I'd put it in front of Russell, he's just too visually bright to unsee it. I'd go, "Yes, yes, but it's completely mad. It's never going to happen." And then we started to say, "Okay, how do we make this impossible space possible?" So with that being said, what is impossible about what we have
1: in these renders?
0: It could be those lights. It's a lot of lights. In I this. think when you go in or when they go in, I have a feeling that one of the first things that we are going to see is we are going to see like a headshot of how impossibly tall this, mm. I think the lights are going to create some type of the way they are arched. Are some of some type of optical illusion, M- meaning when you walk in, it looks like oh wow, how far up does this go? Because if you look at this render, all these lights are pointing toward the ceiling, which is then coming down in that central con to the central console, connecting in the middle. So I think it's going to create this dome mm. kind of something. That it looks like when you walk in. That makes a lot of sense. And I can see that assessment from the image,
1: images we have. So yeah, good good, good, good assessment. Now, I would also add as a pipe dream or as if I was designing the interior, I wouldn't really design it. And go with me here for a second. We can have our props in the middle, the railing and all that stuff. But what if you make all the outside a AR screen
0: and the TARDIS can be anything? Just a thought. Mm. And that, my friends, <laughs> is the 16th Doctor's TARDIS <laughs> coming in 2028 or 2030 20, 20, or whatever. Well, we met the 16th Doctor at TupeloCon a few years back, so. Ah, that is true. <laughs> spoilers. Hey, I didn't get to say spoilers. So uh, I will ask uh, you one final question. Clarence Brown, do you have any other items that you would like to discuss before we move on? I don't. I just want when October, whenever is coming out, to get here very quickly because I'm excited about what's you know in the future for Doctor Who. All right. Well, all I can say is we're already in February, and it wasn't long ago since we were saying, "Oh, it's going to be a year before any new Doctor Who." It'll be three months before we know it. And it'll be next week before we know it. But what I do know is for everyone listening. Thank you for joining us. We are always happy to have you with us. Let us know what you would like to see in a possible TARDIS interior. Or does the TARDIS interior matter zilts to you? Let us know. We would love to hear from you. And as always, we will be back next time. You've been listening to The Discussing Network. Find out more at discussingnetwork.com.